there and welcome in to the Career Competitor Podcast, the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm your host, Steve Meller, and I'm delighted to be welcoming in David McKnight to the Career Competitor Podcast today. But before I introduce David properly, I would love to tell you all about Career Competitor, the service. That's right. I am a performance coach and I work specifically with those that are looking to optimize their performance. This is not about recognizing that you're going through struggle or that you have problems. This is simply about you recognizing that you have more to give. You have greater potential at your disposal, whether that be as an individual or as a team, and it's time you wanted to do something about it. That's when you grab your laptop, you grab your phone, you open up your emails, and you write an email to steve at careercompetitor.com and you say the following. You say, Steve, I am really excited by the idea of having a free 30-minute consultation with you so I can tell you all about the reasons why I think I would be an ideal client for you and someone that could really benefit from working with you. I will read that email and I will send you a calendar link so that we can set up a time for the two of us to chat and you can tell me all about why it is you're looking to optimize your performance. So it's that simple. Reach out to me, steve at careercompetitor.com. I would love to speak with you. Now, let's get on to my guest for today, David McKnight, the founder of McKnight Image Lab and also the author of the book, The Zen of Executive Presence, Build Your Business Success Through Strategic Image Management. David is a certified executive coach and an image consultant. That means that if David is working with you, you have decided that there is an element of intentionality behind who it is you're trying to become and the area that you're trying to achieve success. You feel that now is your time to get a really clear perspective on who it is you're trying to deliver to the world that you work within each and every day. I mentioned the word intention there. That is a word that David and I absolutely adore. We love talking about it because quite frankly, human beings are at their best when they are working with intention. So with all that being said, I really encourage you to be paying attention here because David's perspective on things is one that quite frankly, I don't have. David is someone who is so different to me in terms of the areas, the expertise that he provides to his clients. And that is why I want him on the show. I want him to share this perspective with people so that you can get a greater perspective on how you can approach your life with greater intention. That is what I love about this chat with David. It's what I love about our show is that we're always trying to see things from as many different perspectives as possible to set you up for success in whatever it is that you're trying to be successful within. So with all that being said, I won't try to introduce David anymore because he's so good at doing that himself and he's also got way too much to tell you guys about for me to talk any longer. So with that being said, let's get David McKnight onto the show and I hope you guys all enjoy. Well, it's my absolute pleasure to welcome in David McKnight to the Career Competitor Podcast. Firstly, David, how are you today? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Just so excited to be speaking with you and having this opportunity to go into a very specific area that I think our listeners are going to be excited to learn about. Uh, But before I even try to just give more insight into what it is we're going to talk about today. I think you should go ahead and tell everyone who you are, what it is you do, because that's going to give away everything that we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. Well, Steve, first of all, let me just say thank you. (laughs) 
so much for this opportunity. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. I've been looking forward to this conversation for a really long time. So <laughs> again, just thank you for sharing your platform with me. Absolutely. Uh, as you said, my name is David McKnight. I'm a certified executive coach, as well as a certified image consultant. I started my business in 2006. It was actually at a time when I was working as a full-time management consultant. I was working for a company called Accenture at the time. And if you know anything about management consulting, um, typically we spend a lot of time on the road. And so I was traveling to my client site on Monday morning, I would get home on Thursday nights. And so I did this for a really long time. I actually was in the management consulting field for 15 years. And then I spent five years on Wall Street where I wasn't traveling. So it was really nice to have that, <laughs> that break from the travel. But what I discovered is that about eight years into my career, I was really enjoying it. I got to travel around the world, work with some amazing clients, large brands that we've all heard of. But I felt like something was missing. And I started to really explore and reflect. And I felt like even though I love the work, I wasn't really being as creative as I wanted to be. And so for me, uh, in terms of my creativity, I've always had this fas fascination with style hmm. and image. And uh, even in college, I was voted best dressed for four years in a row. Wow. And I wanted to just explore that. And so I started taking classes at FIT, which is the Fashion Institute of Technology. And I started to learn about image and style, fashion styling. And so I started my company, um, Moonlighting. I would mm -hmm. work with clients on the weekends, uh, in the evenings, if I was home during that time. And I, I really loved it. It was great. So fast forward a couple of years, I was still working full-time and doing my image consulting uh, on a part-time basis. I wrote a book called The Zen of Executive Presence. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I wrote this book is because I started to see a theme and some patterns with my clients. And yes, I was helping with them with their appearance and their style, but I also started to notice that it was so much more. It was about presence as well. And so I wrote that book and uh, yeah, it's been great. And right now I work primarily with a lot of senior executives of large companies, large um, nonprofits. Uh, I work with CEOs. Uh, I also work with small business owners as well, and I teach them how to strategically and intentionally hmm. leverage their presence, their personal brand, and also their professional image. And so these are all tools that I think it's so important to think about really deliberately and uh, learn how to turn them into assets because not a lot of people think about them as assets. Mm -hmm. And so I try to raise my consciousness or my client's consciousness about the importance and the efficacy of these three tools. And, and this is why we're on the show today, David, honestly, because for me, we talked a little bit before we, we got going here. And as a, as a platform in this show that is such an advocate for the power of intentionality in what we do each and every day 
for us to compete at the highest levels within our careers, to simply compete at the highest version of ourselves, intention has to be at the forefront of just about everything that we put in front of us on a day-to-day basis. And here you are saying that from, by the sounds of it, from the moment we can potentially walk out of the door in the morning, there is an ability that we have through the intention that we set to start the day that we can tell the world who it is we are, what it is we're trying to do. And really probably based on what you're saying here, open up avenues, open up opportunities that we may have not even been able to consider had we not had that intentionality to start our day each and every day. Yes, you're you're absolutely correct. And I think you said it so perfectly. Um, we all have these micro moments, these micro moments that we have to really communicate who we are mm-hmm. and what it is that we are looking to accomplish here in the world. Um, If you think about it, our presence, our image, our personal appearance or style, uh, these are all communication tools. If you walk into a a crowded room, you don't have to say a single word. People are already uh, making opinions and forming impressions about you. And so why not, number one, acknowledge it? Number two, be able to control that narrative that you are communicating. I think that so many people today, not everyone, but there's a lot of people out there who think that, oh, well, style or image or or those things, they don't really matter. It's really all about my resume or it's about where I went to school or it's about my hard skills. Those things are all extremely, extremely important. But there are also some additional non-tangible, invisible elements that I think we can strategically use as tools. Our image is one of those tools. It's a communication tool because it can speak for us when we don't need to or we don't have an opportunity to open our mouths. Even sitting here on Zoom, um, as we know for the past two years, we've all been really uh, on Zoom, in meetings, and really trying to figure out and trying to navigate, how do we show up as a leader? How do we show up as influential? And so these are things that I think it's really important for us to think intentionally, consciously about, because we can turn these things into assets and and into uh, levers that we can strategically leverage to um, achieve, excel, accelerate our careers, whatever it is that our goals are. Yeah, and, and one of the one of the most exciting things I, I I felt when I was introduced to you, David, was here I am. I'm four months into creating my LLC, and and this is something that when I sit here, you know, the podcast is four years old now, but my LLC is only four months old, and I've spent so long thinking about the image of my podcast, which in so many ways is such a small, small part of who I am. But at the same time, when I started to think about my image as the professional, as the company that I'm now starting to become, an ex- the, the company is an extension of myself, I started to think, what does that look like? What is what is my first impression going to be to people? Because I joked with my wife when I first started that I'm not a shirt and tie guy. Like she loves when I put on a suit because when I do, you know, it's it's not very often. And she says, "Don't you look nice?" And I appreciate the compliment, but that's not who I am at my core. And for me, I felt a lot of necessity behind feeling 
comfortable with the person I was going to deliver as the face, as the voice behind my new company. And again, all these thoughts, all these sort of uh, practices, if you will, that I was going through came at the time when we were introduced. And I just thought, wow, what a phenomenal service this is that someone is willing to say, listen, you don't want to walk out of the house in the morning and have any doubt in your mind about what is being delivered, how you're showing up to the world and how you're presenting yourself. So what I would love to do here is get an idea from you. What does that first interaction, what does that first step or two in the process look like when maybe someone does come to you that isn't quite as conscious or maybe as respectful as to the power that this sort of stuff can have? And you sit down with them and you say, listen, here is where we need to start when it comes to this process. Yeah, uh, great, great question. Before I get into that question, I actually want to just circle back really quickly to something that you just said. <clears throat> and you mentioned um, kind of questioning whether you needed to wear a suit and tie and how mm. that really felt inauthentic. Um, I am not here to tell men or women that they have to be in a three-piece suit or women have to be in six-inch heels. That's not what this is about. Sure. That's not what it's about. It's not about telling you, you have to wear this. Um, your cufflinks need to be, I don't know, sterling silver or 24. It's not about those details. Mm. They are important. And for certain people, I do spend time on those and, and kind of get into that level of, of uh, sort of instruction, if you will. But this is really just getting people to pause to stop and reflect on what image do I want to communicate? And most of us don't make space. We don't make time to just think about that mm. and to ask that question and then to align the visual with the message. So I, I just wanted to really point that out. Now, in terms of how I work with my clients and, and what does that first step look like? I think it's a very uh, common question because some people have never worked with an executive coach or an image consultant. Mm -hmm. And so really in the first session, I like to understand who is this person that's sitting in front of me? What is their identity? What are their core values? What are their passions? It's really important for me to be able to develop a rapport with this individual but then from there, understand what their goals are, because your goals are very different from my goals, and they're different from Sally's or John's goals as well. And so it's important to understand what are my client's goals. And then from there, I go through a six-step process to really align their goals or their image, their personal brand, their presence to those goals. So really, if you kind of think about it at a at the highest level, it's starting with the inside, it's starting with the internal, and then translating that to the external. So I believe that there needs to be harmony between the two. And so if I was working with you as a client, I would never propose that you wear a three-piece suit or a shirt and a tie because that's not you and that's mm -hmm. not your goals. But there are some people who might, let's say, work in luxury real estate where that might be appropriate and it might not depending on the individual. 
So it's really not a one size fits all approach. It's really understanding and tailoring and creating a bespoke solution for that particular client. Mm. I love how you describe it as finding uh, a harmony with it within what it is they're doing, um, with with who it is they want to be in the message they want to make clear to the world and in, in, in how they present themselves. And I'm also so glad that you sort of took what I said and went even deeper with it, because again, the way we dress is I, I'm fully aware is, is just simply one part of the branding process. And for me though, it was the, um, it was the concept of intentionality that I felt connected to when it came to what I wear each and every day, for instance. Um, and my wife will laugh at me when she hears this, but it's so true. And I, I remember standing and looking at all the clothes that I own when I decided I was going to go into this business. And I really wanted something as simple as my clothing to make it clear to people who it was that they're going to be meeting with and the messages that they were going to be delivering and really just the environment that they were going to be working within. But obviously, there's so many more components that you can explore when it comes to that personal branding. But Personal branding is right at the top of things that are in discussion today, especially with someone like myself when you talk about an entrepreneur. But I, I do want to take that one step further. And again, something that you've, you've, I'm sure you've spent a lot of time on, but I know I've been reading a little bit about is that how we are our own CEOs, how we are our own business in many ways in terms of how we arrive and how we deliver ourselves within the world every day. How much is personal branding become maybe something that even a guy like you is as a specialist as you are, as a professional as you are, how has it become something that maybe even you could have not predicted is as important a component to what people are doing to be successful today? Yeah, uh, it, it's so very important. And I think that I mean, we live in a uh, very malleable society and things are constantly changing. And what we've seen in the past two years is that the, the third dimension, so a lot of us are still somewhat living in a three, uh, 2D world. Mm. So you and I, we're, we're here on Zoom, we're having a conversation. And so I can see you and I can hear you but I can't really necessarily feel the energy that you might sure. be giving off. Like, mm. so we, we miss something. And so given that a lot of us are still operating in this 2G world, I think we have an opportunity to think about our brand um, in other dimensions. So the online branding component is very, very important. And so in one of the six steps that I use to work with my clients, uh, one of the steps focuses on what I call helping my client to really curate and design and develop their digital dossier. Mm. So it's your, it's your resume, it's your LinkedIn. If you have it, maybe a personal branding um, website, um, it's making sure that these things are very curated and they um, are consistent. And there's a very intentional brand voice to um, all of those deliverables. And so we have so many more touch points to kind of create and sculpt this personal brand and to be really clear about it. Uh, and so I think that what I want people to do is, as I mentioned earlier, to really pause and think about what does my brand currently reflect? And 
something that they can all do for free without engaging a professional like myself is to almost do that very honest self-assessment, that honest self-evaluation. They can also get feedback from others. In fact, that's another activity that I have incorporated into my process. I ask my clients in the first session towards the end of the session, and I, I give them homework and I ask them to ask three to five people to describe their personal brand. It could be in a couple of words or, or just a conversation, but I want them to understand what is the perception because we spent a lot of time talking about intention. Intention is great. Intention is powerful, but in, intention is nothing without understanding the perception. And so it's really important to understand how are we currently perceived? Mm -hmm. Because we might want to refine some things. We might want to um, make some pivots or some adjustments. So it's really important to understand both sides of the equation, what it is that we want and what do we want to project, but also understanding how we're currently perceived. Yeah. And you're talking my language now, David, because we're getting into the the deep stuff. We're getting into the honest stuff. We're getting into the the types of conversations that people have where they learn things about themselves that they might not even realize they need to, or they may not be ready to learn about themselves. And it's partly why I led us down this path within the conversation, because for me, I think personal branding has become some 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 sort of a um, almost like a simple term, a light term. There's and 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 within it, if you really do want it to be powerful and effective, there's an enormous amount of depth to it. There's an enormous amount of work that needs to take place, and it starts with those difficult difficult conversations, such as how am I perceived? How am I received within the world that I exist within? And in your opinion just with your clients or maybe just holistically when you look at the world you know how how are those conversations received how much work on your part do you find that in terms of the service that you provide how much energy and time is dedicated towards that part of the process yeah another great question well let me just say that one thing that i don't like to do um, is try to convince people mm. i like to educate I like to enlighten, I like to raise consciousness. But if I have to argue with you and convince you, it's it's not worth the energy. Sure. And I think that everything in life is about energy. Even I want to just touch on really quickly the wardrobe, which we've talked about a couple of times. If you are someone who's listening and you open up your wardrobe and you hate seeing what you see in there, <laughs> or it just it creates this moment or feeling of dread, mm -hmm. then that means that there's a lot of energy in your, your wardrobe that doesn't really serve you. However, if you open up your wardrobe and you love everything that you have in there and you enjoy getting dressed, that means that the energy is very elevated. It's very mm -hmm. high. So even our wardrobe has energy. I want to also kind of circle back to the question that you just asked, but give you share a story with you that will help to illuminate um, some of the messaging that I'm trying to communicate. Mm. So I recently had a client reach out to me. He is a medical doctor 
And he was promoted to the chief medical officer role at a very large healthcare organization. Mm. And he reached out to me. He was about 44 at the time, maybe 45. Uh, and he said, David, I just got this huge promotion and I'm going to be very visible. I'm going to have to really project an image of authority, of leadership. And he said, I'm really skilled at what I do. But he said, I, I don't know if I'm projecting the right image. And I feel like I have this one shot to get it right. And so I'd like to engage you and work with you on my image and my presence and my um, kind of leadership style. And so we started working and, and we spent a lot of time focused on the wardrobe. And we pretty much revamped his entire wardrobe from the glasses that he wears, <laughs> the shoes, the ties, the shirt, everything. And so he felt so much more confident. And he, because of that confidence that he felt, he was able to really lean into his new role as a leader of this large organization. And fast forward, he reached out to me again a year later, and he said, David, I've got great news. He said, I've just been promoted to president of the organization. Wow. And he said, I have to give you credit because if it wasn't for my image and really feeling confident, I don't think I would have gotten that. And he said, I have to also tell you that I cannot walk down the hall today without getting compliments. And even, so one of the additional pieces that we did is I worked on his office too. I designed the office. And I also want you to know that this was all done virtually. Wow. I never met this man in person. <laughs> and so, I mean, long story short, we did a lot of work and the results paid off tenfold, a hundredfold. And these are things that he'll have for the rest of his life. And so it was just because he acknowledged that he didn't know what he didn't know when it came to his image and his presence. Mm. And we were able to address those blind or those blind spots. And now he's the president of a very large organization. I'm super excited to work with people like that who get it, who understand that there is power in it. They just don't know what to do, how to do it, where to start. And that's mm. what I'm here for. Yeah, and that's such a perfect story to to, to really answer the question because for me that takes uh, – firstly, it takes um, a, a willingness, a bravery to to actually say, listen, I, I'm in the position now, but – I, now that I'm here, I don't want to mess it up, you know, and I and I want to control what I can control. I, you know, one thing you said there about that one shot mindset in so many ways, it's another way of saying a person's first impression, you know, the first impression that they're making within the role. And today, the world that we live in, first impressions have never been more immediate, they've never been faster, like they, they come and they go in a blink of an eye. And for us to be aware that, wow, if I only have a matter of seconds to make this impression on people with something as simple as when they walk into my office for the first time, I cannot mess that up. I have to get that right to deliver the message to them about how comfortable I am and who I am and also just how good I am at what I do. And and, and I love that story is just so perfect to answer the question because I think it covers just every level of emotion 
and that vulnerability as well on the part of the client to, 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 to come to you and admit that, hey, I know I can do the job, but if there's this area that I control that currently I'm not comfortable with, I'm going to go ahead and control it. So love all of that. But before we're done here, David, I, you know, again, the show is career competitor. It's about competing at the highest level of what you do, or at least optimizing who it is that you are. So for someone with your expertise, if there was maybe just this, this piece of information, this tip, this advice that you could leave us with today and just say, listen, if, if you are looking to elevate your game, optimize who it is you are, this is a great place for you to start, or this is a great thing for you to consider. What, what, what would that piece of advice maybe be? Yeah. Uh, well, I also want to say that I think the name of your podcast is a, a direct tie to our conversation because I believe that our uh, image, our professional image, our presence, and our personal brand can all be used as a competitive advantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so in terms of that one thing that uh, someone can do, I'm going to give you a couple. <laughs> Number one, there's lots of books out there that people can read. Um, but reading those books will take time. They will mm -hmm. take hours. There's lots of videos out there. So one of the things that I did to address this need is I created a very short mini course. It's called the Executive Presence Mini Course. And it's essentially eight modules. And each module is anywhere from two to four minutes. So um, micro-sized uh, pieces of content, if you will. And I break down exactly what executive presence is. And I also give people very tactical things that they can uh, learn and, and implement within two to four minutes. Hmm. And so that's a great starting point as well. As well. Um, I've written a book called The Zen of Executive Presence, but I think it's really important. So I really love Ray Dalio and I have read his book Principles. And one of the things that he talks about is the fact that there's oftentimes two reasons that leaders fail. One is because of ego and one is because of blind spots. Hmm. And so if this is an area that might be a blind spot, that might be a weakness, you have an opportunity to really turn it into a strength. Mm -hmm. This is not something that is only privy to a select few. It's really available for anyone with the right mindset, with the willingness to be vulnerable, as you mentioned, and someone who is not going to be in denial. Mm -hmm. But it's for those ambitious professionals who say or think that, you know, I have the degrees, I have this, I have that, but the one piece, the one missing element is maybe I can upgrade and elevate my image. Maybe I can refine my messaging and get really clear about my personal brand um, or what have you, or maybe presence. Presence is so very important. In fact, research has recently shown that the number one trait that employees expect of leaders today is empathy. Mm. And so empathy is very important. So again, uh, I, I'm sharing hopefully some really good information that people are able to kind of take some notes and be able yeah. to implement or, or do some research. Um, but my fundamental goal of why I'm here, my purpose in life 
is to really raise the consciousness mm. of individuals about the power, the efficacy of their image, their brand, and their presence. And so step one is to just be aware, start mm. thinking about it, start noticing it, start mm. pausing. And that's that's really the first step. Yeah, I love it. And, and you know, it's on me. To, I, I got to stop asking experts that come on my show to give us one piece of advice because you've just got <laughs> you've got too much information just to keep it to one, man. I, I get it. Trust me. When people ask me the same question, I can never keep it to one. So I, I totally understand. But you've referenced the book a couple of times, Zen of Executive Presence, Build Your Business Success Through Strategic Image Management. I've looked into the book. It looks like a fantastic read. It's certainly going to be on my list of uh, books to get hold of throughout the year at some point. But if I gave you maybe 30, 40 seconds here to say, okay, boom, this is why you need to buy the book. I'm sure it has a lot to do with what we've spoken about already, but maybe just give us an insight to the book. Sure, absolutely. Well, as I said, um, our image is a form of nonverbal communication. Mm. And so by reading this book, you will have clarity in terms of how you can turn that image and your presence into um into a competitive advantage. Mm. And in the book, I break down uh, executive presence into four components that people need to think about and focus on. One is appearance. So today we talked a lot about appearance. You can think of it as the image. It's the visual story that you're communicating. Two is your communication style. We didn't touch too too much on communication style, but really understanding your communication style, being able to um, strategically leverage it, especially for leaders, being able to, to speak and communicate succinctly and strategically. Mm. So communication style, behavior is another. Knowing the importance and the role of diplomacy, etiquette, things of that nature. So we explore that topic. And the final is the digital presence. And of course, as we've mm. discussed today's in today's world, that is just paramount. And so by reading this book, which is not too long, you will get exposure to those four topics with very implementable um, action steps that you can immediately take. I love it. I love it. And again, you you know, you know, said there on the, the second step of communication, I think just our conversation as a whole should give people a, a pretty clear understanding of the power of communication. It's two people that do consider themselves, firstly, of course, on the surface, we're coaches, but secondly, we're, we're advocates of of self-development, of growth. And, and and so with that, it's important that we're driving that message uh, at home as much as possible as we can when we get these opportunities to converse with like-minded people. So I hope people are able to, to get that communicatory component to what it is that you obviously are an advocate for. But overall, David, I'm, I'm just so excited that we got this chance to, to, to talk and the conversation complete it somehow managed to even you know outdo my expectations because i already had pretty high expectations for it and it's just completely blasted those out of the water and i'm, I'm just so appreciative of the time before i before i let you go just tell everybody where they can find out even more information about yourself too sure well let me just end also by saying thank you again for this opportunity this platform uh to share my message to share my mission my manifesto so again, I'm really humbled by the experience and the opportunity to be on your podcast with so many greats. Uh, in terms of how people can reach me, uh, there's a couple ways. Number one, uh, my website, that's probably the best place to find as much information about me as 
as you want to know, which is McKnight Image Lab, McKnightImageLab.com. They can follow me on Instagram, which is at McKnight Image. And LinkedIn, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I would Mm -hmm. love to um, have a conversation. So those are just a couple of quick ways for people to uh, reach out to me. I'm very, very Googleable, uh, <laughs> and so you can Google me if you missed any of those. And I would love to connect with your audience. Absolutely. And hey, someone who's helping people with their digital presence has got to be pretty present digitally themselves. So it sounds like you're 100% that. And in addition to that, all that information will be in the show notes too for anybody that maybe missed any of that. But David, in the meantime, man, best of luck with everything for the remainder of 2022 and just beyond. And I look forward to to staying in touch over the years and just continuing to be an advocate for the success of what it is you're doing. So thanks again for joining us on the show. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. I really appreciate it. My thanks again to David for joining us on the show today. Like I said at the outset, a different perspective on applying and providing intentionality to people that are looking to perform and achieve things at higher standards. David's been around within executive coaching and within what he's doing with Image Consulting for quite some time. He has a prolific record of getting his clients the types of achievements, the type getting them into the types of places within their professions, within their industries, that without his help, they would never have gotten to. A proven expert, a proven success. And when you start to look and listen to some of the things that he was providing us with here that we can take away, These are all just one, two-word sort of bullets that you can be cognizant of on a day-to-day basis. Things such as strategically intentional, aligning your visual with your message, understanding goals, all these sort of bullets, these to-the-point statements. You've got to be conscious. You've got to implement these things. You can keep these present within your day-to-day. You can keep these within the forefront of your mind and continue to come from places of intentionality because there is a process to the way in which you think, to the way in which you show up each and every day. As David mentioned there within the interview, he's trying to work on his client's consciousness. That's what it's about here. It's about being as conscious as possible about the decisions that you take in relation to how you show up. It's about understanding that when you make an impression on someone, you have an opportunity to truly influence them in a way that either is going to want them to have you around again in the future or to dismiss you from that first interaction. That's how powerful our image is. That's how powerful a statement we can make with the decisions that we take and the way in which we arrive within the workplace each and every day. So what's your decision going to be? How much responsibility are you willing to own and accept when it comes to these things? Believe it or not, everyone has their own image that they can embrace and they can buy into and they can utilize to optimize their success. So stop, think, try to figure out exactly what makes sense for you. Is what you're doing working? And if it's not, or you feel as though it's preventing you from optimizing your performance, it's time to just have a think to reflect on where you are, where you want to get to, and what's maybe preventing you from closing that gap. So whether it's something from this discussion, from previous episodes, and again, like I said at the outset, maybe it's 
reaching out to me, steve at careercompetitor.com. And something within a consultation and future work together that can allow you to see what it means to close that gap. But I also encourage you to reach out to David and, and check out his his website, mcknightimagelab.com. That's mcknightimagelab.com. All that information is going to be available within the show notes. And again, my thanks to David for joining us on the show. Some just awesome stuff. And I'll, I'll struggle to believe if you didn't take anything away from that because my, my page was full by the time we were done with the interview. So I really appreciate all of David's insight. But in the meantime, this is the first of uh, a few episodes that I'm going to unleash to the world in a very short period of time. I'm putting that expectation on myself right now. That's why I'm saying it within this episode before I've even gotten these future episodes edited and ready to go. I want to start hammering out some content here in a short period of time to gain a little bit of traction so that you can take these awesome episodes and share them with your communities. Let them know the great content that you're listening to on this show. And we're always going to have a new episode coming right up so that they can uh, start to build some momentum with this show, start to benefit from it the same way that you do. So again, I appreciate you visiting with us and listening in on this awesome, awesome episode of Career Competitor. And I look forward to, to speaking with you all again very soon. Bye for now.